0: Hello and welcome to the Ski Racing Podcast with me, Ed Drake. Joining me this week is former racer and director of PDS Academy, Craig Robinson, and another former racer turned director of Supreme Ski School, Aaron Tipping. During this episode, we'll be talking about the Men's and Women's Slalom World Cup in Zagreb, as well as looking forward to this coming weekend's action from St Anton, where the women are racing downhill and super-G, and the men are racing giant slalom and slalom on the infamous Adelboden racetrack. Boys, thanks for joining me. What a season we've had so far. Aaron, let's start with you. What has been your season's highlights?
1: Hello. Um, my season's highlights so far, without doubt, is probably Dave. Smashing in a couple of great results again. Um, another podium, really close again. Fourth in... Madonna Madonna um and yeah, and just a really really exciting close racing from yeah the, from it's nice the that, slalom at the moment yeah, yeah. it's nice
0: that it's also tight isn't yeah, it it means that it's really exciting the top thirty's um, tight, the podium's tight
1: yeah i mean the, the the top thirty is the biggest thing for me, you know people people trying to make the second run, make the flip, um the times that they're having to put down to to make that thirty given them a real opportunity, second run to to really hand, lay the hammer down, second run and, and and get a top ten or
0: even podiums, right? You um, can do, yeah. We've seen that from from some seriously yes, high second I mean, runs, that numbers,
1: seriously, seriously good second runs going on, especially from Dave.
0: Craigie, what about you?
1: Uh, I
2: think to carry on the same theme, really, just seeing how stacked those those fields are, seeing some uh, some big big numbers make it into the second run, um, some big names as well who are now starting outside the top thirty, sort of starting to. To make a bit of a return, and some of these sort of new younger guys who are really starting to get it dialed in this season and start challenging for for podiums, they sort of showed showed some promise last year, and then this year they're stepping up to the plate, and it's uh, it's pretty cool to see them starting to challenge some of the the big names.
0: Yeah, you're right. I think uh, we've been blessed this season with quite a few youngsters coming through, haven't we? And it's not just been all about your established names. We've seen some guys coming from, like Aaron said, way outside the 30, getting some good second runs. And on the men's speed side as well, we're seeing races settled by 100s. You know, Bormio, there was the Super G settled by a 100th when Paris beat Matthias Meyer. And then it was a few hundredths when Paris again beat Christoph Innerhofer. So we're seeing it pretty tight across the board, which just, just means that it's great racing week in, week out. Should we start off chatting about Zagreb? That place is pretty cool, isn't it? Like right in the city, right downtown. It was loads of fans.
1: Yeah. Loads of local fans.
0: And yeah. so women, Shifrin, just carrying on with that domination's unbelievable. So Shifrin from Vlahova, from Wendy Holdner, who's uh Wendy Holdner, 19 podiums, none of them the top step as yet. Vlahova taking her first victory and Slovakia's first victory in uh in GS as well as taking that win in that parallel night, no, slam minute. But like I say, Schiifferin is absolutely on fire.
1: One point two five seconds. So and something special, isn't it?
2: Absolutely awesome to see her bounce back from the uh, from the parallel, getting taken down there, and um, pretty pretty humble on the social media, saying that she's enjoying how much she's getting pushed, and then then
1: coming back and uh, and putting in a incredible performance. It's an insight uh, to who she is, isn't she? As a, as an athlete, seeing like that fight, that tenacity to come back and just you know. Keep pushing herself to be number one, and still yeah, looking yeah, in
2: disbelief it's... in the in the finish, yeah. even though she's uh, she's been there many times before winning to sort of go through there. See a look up at the screen, almost not sure what's happened, um, but she's it's, she's on top again.
0: Yeah, it's insane. What is she? Twenty three years old, fifty two World Cup victories. We're like the sky's the limit. We're talking about you know von looking for that all-important record, 86 wins by Stenmark, Von on 82, also Marcel Hirscher on 64, but then you've got Schifrin, 52 wins, only 23 years old.
2: Yes, yeah. if she stays uh, injury free and uh, and keeps going the the right way, who knows what
1: that what that number is going to be? It's absolutely mental, isn't it? She's on the wind win train at the moment, isn't she? Oh,
0: just all aboard! Yeah. All aboard! All the disciplines. Ding ding! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then let's move to the men's move to the men's race and. Uh, a quality race, wasn't it? Hirscher, Then it was Pantero coming back from from a dip in form. Manu and then, fella, and man, then, man Fella. Yeah, the firecracker. That is Man Fella.
1: He's exciting, isn't
0: he? Oh, something else. Every time he's on TV, I look forward to watching him every time because you never know what's going to happen and the skills that he shows. I just hope that at some point during this season he will put two runs down.
1: Yeah. I think he will totally. I think he definitely can right. He's, uh, he's all of that. Essentially, the top 10 of the mens if any of them lay two runs down at the moment, it's pretty incredible. Although Hersher is, uh, is something something different, isn't he?
0: Well, I, I think Hersher himself was talking about it at the end of the win in Zagreb. And he was saying that he got interviewed and the interviewer asked him if, if his short dip in form has finished. And he said no. And I think he's absolutely right because he was fighting top to bottom down there. And I think it's uncharacteristic from him. We normally see him... You know, still very dynamic, very explosive, but never looking like he's on the ragged, like, yeah, battling. And he, but he was battling and he nearly came out a couple of times down there and ominously for everybody else, he still wins.
2: Hammering in the double pole plant, I think that's, uh, I think that's what
0: did it. <laughs> Just rocking the old school moves. Such a good move. Even down, <laughs> back out the double pole plant. Uh, Pantaro, how nice to see that Frenchman back towards the front again. It's been it's been a decent stretch now, hasn't it? Especially in slalom. But it's he starting to get been. more consistent, isn't
1: it? I don't think he was totally happy with his setup, was he, a couple of years ago with the, with the slalom skis? And oh that? yeah, I think it's Seems a tough to be... one seems to be coming back is um starting to to smash a few results in there
2: He seems like the the workhorse of the bunch like you've kind of had those those Ooh, top three Hitcher, pantero uh Christopherson. and it's kind of always always those three and uh, I guess the other two are a little bit more characters and you kind of expect them there all the time but it seems like like pantero maybe has to work a little bit a little bit harder to, to be there and he keeps kind of showing he's got that effort to come back and do, it, well, I think do he, it again and again.
0: He flies below the radar, doesn't he, really? When you're talking about the best of men skiing, Pantero doesn't often get mentioned in the same breath as obviously Hirscher and Christofferson. but Pantero definitely has the skills, as we all know, and finally off the back of, you know, hopefully for him and hopefully for, for his fans and ski racing fans, he's able to continue this form because I think we need another, an, an, another sort of uh, protagonist to this, to this tale. But we talk about Pantero heading back towards the top. We have Christopherson heading the wrong way.
1: Yeah, totally. We say that, he's heading the wrong way. He, he, <laughs> he,
0: it. he, it's yeah. relative though, it's <laughs> all relative.
1: But relative to, relative to last year's duels that he had with, uh, with Hersher. On a regular basis, where you know it was touch and go yeah, between you're the first team. or second, you're, you're slightly yeah, surprised. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's I guess yeah, it's relative to the standards that we're holding him by. But and
0: he holds himself to. Yeah, totally,
1: hundred percent. But
2: yeah, yeah um, you see see that frustration in the in the finish. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's
0: gone away from the like the sort of I don't know tantrums almost that he was having when here she would, you know he'd lay one down and here she would come down and and have the next level. And this year he sort of. I don't know. He's, it's... it's slightly
1: out count. I guess. If you look at Zagreb, like you know, he had a really good first run, and and usually he he comes in with a second run charge and and, and performs right. Whenever he's been under pressure, he's never really crumbled before. Yeah, As well, in really and truly, yeah. Then then, he's been put under pressure, and then you look at Madonna straddle. Into this race, he's had into this race into Zagreb. He's then come in with a, a strong first run in a really good position, and then significantly slower second run compared to the rest of the field. What, you think when the you've uh, when you've come second
2: that many times, all you've got to do is, is push hard for the the top step. It's not really another position that's going to satisfy you. So no, exactly right. Potentially maybe just uh, just overcooking it, pushing pushing a little bit harder, maybe skiing some sections a little quicker than he has done done before, and then maybe making a few mistakes as a result of it. Maybe once he sort of gets that timing dialed in and he'll be back.
0: Yeah, well, there's reports that through the summer that he's been working on putting on some bulk, trying to put on some muscle mass. And he obviously, him and his coaching staff have seen that as the big thing that he needs to do to put on some size and some strength. And I wonder whether that's just messed with his timing. You know, we've seen it from other athletes in other sports. Tiger Woods back, you know, years ago decided he wanted to hit the ball further, decided he needed to be stronger and have a bigger hit in his game. And that totally messed up, messed them up, didn't it?
2: Yeah, because like the accuracy, like to kind of use your, your golf analogy there, like maybe maybe swinging a little faster, but the timing being slightly off, so the accuracy goes down, and it takes you more shots to 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 get it onto onto the green there. But um, in in the skiing side, so maybe. Maybe there's more power coming down, but just the the outcomes from that, the, the result of going in there, maybe bending the ski up a little bit more. He's just not quite dealing. Yeah, because we're
0: used to seeing him being so fluid. He's su- he's such a, a fluid, naturally light sort of oh, dances my. down the slope, doesn't he? It's very yeah. quick on his feet and natural, and it, it just doesn't look to have that that sort of lightness to his skiing anymore.
2: Yeah, and you definitely the the mobility is going to be slightly different with with that bulk on there. Um, you're gonna have to move in slightly different ways and adapt to, to deal with that. So, kind of all those all those factors going in. You know, maybe he's making his fastest turns. We don't know in, in a few sections, but um, once he's able to do that consistently,
1: one one course. thing is for sure, it's gonna be irritating. He's not hitting podiums at the moment, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be proper fire, fire in the belly for the next couple of races, that's for sure. So do you reckon he'll get on the bike a bit more this summer? <laughs> what, try and, uh, and
0: get back and down? <laughs> get get back no, I don't think so. Once it's done, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> As we all know. take
1: downhill. A little mention for Istok Rodez, oh. thirty-seven to 7th.
0: Ex-World Junior Champ performing oh. in front of his home crowd. What a day for that young man.
2: Yeah, I meant to see him leading the charge for uh, Avika Kostelik, sort of. New team, I think, was it three Croatians? Um, three Croatians made that second in in. round, um, mostly coming from out of the top thirty as well. Absolutely buzzing at the bottom, grabbing flags, and uh, that's what yeah, racing is getting, all about, right? Getting crazy cheers in front of the home crowd, um, just like our glory days on the dry slope. I guess. Yeah, I think that that's <laughs> as close
0: as we'll ever get <laughs> to anything like that. I mean, I wish that we could have a a home slope. Home World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, we
2: had we had High Wycombe World Champs, didn't we? Yeah,
0: exactly. World Champs, dude. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. It's, it's nice to see so many youngsters coming through, and I think that it means that the you know the established racers are having to up their game. I really do think that. I think in previous seasons and years gone by, your established racers are taking the top ten positions, and I don't think that's the case anymore. I think there's so many quick younger guys that are now challenging for top tens and starting to push for podiums with Lo- Loic Mayar and uh, Clem Noel now, like these young guys are are pushing hard and it's nice to see that they're getting the rewards that they deserve.
2: And, and we did sort of talk about our, our favourite Brit Dave riding there. We just sort of need to see him doing the same in those, in those second runs now. So you look at Levy where he's uh, joint ninth there and, um, and uh, Mira, Mira pushing, uh, pushing onto the podium there. And then you had a, uh, Lloyd Mellard coming from um, from far back in the second run to to hit the podium as well. Um, we sort of keep seeing him in those those positions, and we're all on the edge of our seat waiting to uh, see him let loose and and charge from those positions.
0: Yeah, no, you're right, Craig. I think we see from Dave so far this season that he's skiing immensely well, but at the moment it's one run, apart from the city race, which I think in itself as its sort of a unique format, isn't isn't quite the same. But we've seen him score fourth from starting back at bid 27. And we haven't really, as yet, seen Dave able to charge two runs. And I think Dave's best skiing is that light, dancey, sort of explosive stuff. And what he's been really working hard and trying to find is that aggressive, straighter line and, and, and the stability that we're seeing him skiing which has brought him from Europa Cup into establishing himself inside the World Cup top 20 and he has the fight and he has that injection to be able to score podiums but at the moment it seems to take a bad result a less good result to really draw that out
1: of him. Yeah, or a, or a pressure position in, in a position where you you have to perform, and then he has no other option but to charge. Where he's at his best when he's charging, right? When he's when he's going full gas and and, and really hammering. Seeing him smash the top sections of Levy and or like even second run of Madonna, you know, look, he was. Absolutely, going for it wasn't he? Yeah, and when, but he when had he was to. that Positive, he, he had, to. had to, didn't But when he skied that positively, like the the sections that he's incredible sections of skiing, we just need him to string it string it together in in a run. You know, and easier easier said than done, but yeah. it's totally there. Like that skiing is there, and if he can string it together, then that's a positive trend for for better results, isn't it? And uh, you is. know, improving improving more podiums this year.
2: And of course we're hoping to see uh, Laurie Taylor break into the into the top thirty for the first time um from from all accounts. We keep hearing some really positive stuff from from the training ground and chatting to other coaches who are sort of closer closer linked there. Everything seems to seems to be going the right way and he's got to be taking some positives from from all these big numbers, making it in there at each race so far this season.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's just a matter of time and obviously we as as Brits are hoping that it's sooner rather than later. But yes, like you said, by all accounts, the guy's got some serious talent. But it's becomes, I think it becomes harder and harder, right? Every race that doesn't go right, I think it's added pressure on the next one. So it's going to take something special, as it does for everybody, to make that second run.
2: Especially when there's some uh, some big established names starting outside that top 30 now. Like we saw Tonetti come from 56 into 12th. Into uh, you got Rizzoli starting starting out at the thirty there. Pretty competitive
1: to, yeah. to get back I mean into just, that stuff. It's amazing what pressure does, right, to performance because like look look at Schwartz, won the won the city champs, came into Madonna winning the first run leading prime position to take his take his second win and there's a straddle. You know, look at look at sorry, Madonna. Um, for Hershey and Christopherson you know, there's, pressure, there's a, yeah. there was a few guys that had come down and absolutely hammered and, and they needed to really lay one down to, to mix it and get their podiums and they both, they both straddled Uncharacteristic Have ever pressure, seen that yeah. before? No Never It's amazing what pressure does even to arguably the greatest of, of all time yeah. Is he? Is he, the, is he the greatest? Is he there uh, yet or not? I don't know uh,
0: I don't know it, I think it uh, massively depends right, on how you're going to define the greatest of all time if you're going to go purely black and white wins then no, because it's obviously Stenmark. And then Lindsay Vonn. Yeah. You know, she is she the you know, as a current athlete, is she the, the greatest of all time and still skiing? Eighty two victories, yeah. four away. But Hirsha great. But what, is here Hirsha but also Schifrin definitely on track well I think she w- will definitely become the greatest of all time if you're just looking at podiums
2: I think to be the greatest of all time you've, you've really got to go on, on career wins haven't you um, there's obviously incredible individual performances and exciting races that have happened with like, like Herman Meyer flipping over the nets and then going and getting Olympic medals the next day or Bodie Miller doing wall rides in the, <laughs> yeah. the Hammond Khan yeah,
0: and, Benny um, Reich went, like skiing all disciplines and being like one of the best technical skiers just an all-round hero
2: so so really i think you've got to give merit for those individual performances but then it depends on the field though doesn't it you've got you've got to go for the most wins
0: but depends though right so double-sided here because Stenmark was immense obviously we didn't really we didn't really get to see him i've seen clips on youtube of him but they didn't get to race nearly as many races so he would he have he would have more wins wouldn't he if he was
1: <clears throat> yeah, no, arguably, it's nowhere near as professional back then as well. No, the, and, the depth and a in, lot, the depth in the field, the depth in yeah, and in a the lot of the best
0: teams. and a lot of the best racers at that time went up to North America to race the Pro Tour because the prize money was big on the Pro Tour and not so big in on World Cup. To the World Cup really? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The yeah Pro Tour was sponsored, you know, up to the nines, and you just got uh, and so. But then, if Fizz found you out to be doing the Pro Tour, you then weren't allowed to race. Back in the World Cup, back on World Cup, so they used to sneak off and do this without. But then some people then decided that they weren't going to do Fizz. So was the field not as good potentially because they were off racing here? I'm not. I'm not trying to take anything away from because he won that many that many World Cups doing less races a year.
2: Yeah, I mean, you have to look at the fact you've got the city events now and a whole lot more things don't going, do super going on. So Did you have to break it down further and go greatest of all time for Slalom, greatest of all time for GS, greatest of all time for Super G? Yeah, that's a hard one. Oh, I don't
1: know. Yeah. That's a tough one.
0: Greatest great, of great, all
2: time, time race and one-time <laughs> performance. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe you just can't pull out. Performance, maybe, maybe you just can't pull out a greatest of all time. Maybe you've just got to have like a five skier arsenal. Well, but then Hirscher is he going to even get up there? Because he was talking in the interview after Zagreb, saying that skiing isn't his priority anymore. He's got a new baby. He, you know, he's talking about how that is now his. Is not his priority or not his sole priority? No, okay, not his main priority. Okay. He was he he was basically saying that his baby is bigger than his skiing and so is, are we going to see you know Marcel Hirsch is only well, I mean, 30 he's still, this year
1: he's still winning right he's still he's still he's able, still winning he's, when he's not skiing winning. at his best exactly. as well so I mean that's pretty ominous yeah, for the rest it, of the
0: field a, yeah, certainly <laughs> it certainly is it certainly is but I don't, I don't
2: know great stuff all time I, I think you've got to go down to maybe winning margins almost out there run still wins it
0: oh Oof. I don't think we're going to settle this one <laughs> no I don't. I don't know how to settle it either. You could talk on
1: for ages and ages and ages on this. Can you? Yeah, I think you could go right. forever. Uh,
0: and we're going to quickly look forward to this weekend. And so the women are racing in St Anton, in Super G and downhill. So it's going to be a pretty tough weekend for the girls. That's a, a really cool track. It's got some big features in there. It's got some gnarly steeps in there. Uh, and uh, and Lindsey Vonn is supposedly making her comeback in St Anton as she chases the record to become the greatest of all time supposedly
2: um, quite a tough down as well to be making making that comeback
0: at but then you, you think maybe maybe it's a smart move because with it being a tough tough track and she's more experienced arguably than anybody else it's probably a good one you know, as long as she is fit Tactics are going to be dialled in. Yeah. And Ilka Stuhets is coming back from injury. And she, she stepped up in, I think it was her second race or third race back on a big track. And she's a big track skier because of her experience. She was able to come away with a double win in Val Gardena. So are we going to see that similar sort of thing from Von? You know, she's going to come back to a big track and she's going to go, I'm here, this is me. Got some conditions
1: as well, huh? They, they had an incredible amount of snow in
0: Austria. Yeah, so but
1: it is. Could be some some new snow conditions. No yeah. doubt the Austrians will have it in tip-top shape. Yeah, the Austrians. They've they, they they got some wizards piece. there, have not yeah. They're going to be injecting it. It's going to be... It's going to be I a think
0: like a tornado could come through and they'd still have a pristine track in Austria. I don't know what yeah. they're doing. And also the men are racing, tech race, they're racing GS and Slalom from Adelboden. What a hell. Oh, I Unbelievable that pitch,
1: that pitch at the end. I just
0: love all the terrain. That, that yeah. out the start, a bit of a fall away, and then it's just roll after roll after roll, and then freefall.
2: And if some of this warm weather continues again, you might get a slightly, slightly softer second run. I've not seen a seen a forecast going into into this weekend, but it's been. Brilliant. I really hope. So, it who's it your pick? Who's your pick, Craigie? I'm going to go out there because I I don't like to to sort of stick in there with the, with with the standards. I'm going to go for Fella. Um, oh, just that's, a, that's, a, that's,
0: a, that's bold that's a bold call Craig yeah, hear, hear,
2: hear me out Drakey there's a, there's a huge amount of terrain in there um, he's going to be he's going to be full gas. He, he's, he's going to just go really fast <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, is, well, that is required well, yeah, that is required win, yes. yeah, I really hope he does go really fast <laughs> But is he going to go really faster than anybody else?
1: Not faster than Alexey Pantero. <laughs> I think, I think uh, so he's going to be the fastest. You think I, he's going
0: to be the fastest of well, the really fastest? I, I, I
1: hope so. I'm always always cheering him on. I like don't. I, I personally don't think he's going to go as fast as Alexey Pantero. I think pantero has got this one in the bag. You think
0: Pantero's back? Yeah. You I, think think he's, I
1: think. it suits him. I think it really suits him the terrain, the the technicalities of the hill. I think he's. I think he's there. This, this one's I think you're
2: you safe. That's probably Hirshir, and I imagine that's what Drake's going to go for. <laughs> well, well,
0: well. I do think Hirshir's going to win <laughs> <laughs> by going the fastest. By going the fastest. <laughs> I think he's going to ski really, really fast. <laughs> so Yeah, I think, oh, I, do think I do think I do think is going to win. Um, but if you don't want me to pick the favourite, what about Matt Olsen?
1: Yeah, yeah. smooth, Not fluid,
0: going to hit the rolls. Um, and I think that's what it's gonna take really, is is somebody that's gonna be able to absorb this terrain. And I, I do think it's bold Craig going fella, just because of the amount of terrain and somebody that is so loose with his skiing. I think though but that, I think that, it's that a good call into his favour. Yeah, I think it's um, a good call.
2: Before I lost my train of thought where I was going with that is I think when there's that much terrain, sometimes you you can overplay the tactics. You can go too safe. You can you can be concentrating on that too much. Worry too much about where where you're pointing as you come over that blind roll. Whereas I I think Fella like he's obviously got the experience on the hill over the last few years. Potentially risk it a little bit more in the in the train changes and it's a bit of a gamble. But if it, if it pays off, then I think he's
0: he's a strong shout. I think it's because Craig likes to see his style of. Um, no holds barred <laughs> yeah, he can resonate yeah. he resonates <laughs> his own skiing fella
2: no one likes to see <laughs> anyone do it perfectly
0: <laughs> <laughs> that might be true that might be true okay, slalom let's, yeah let's move to the slalom I reckon Danny Yule Daniel Yule
1: homeboy I reckon it's a home race and I think he's going to charge I think it's, it's primed primed for him to take, take the win
0: he didn't have best out, outing last week did he no
1: but I think I think that's going to spur him on. I think yeah, that's gonna, yeah, think that's maybe gonna, that's what it takes. But I think it's you know, a good chance. Yeah, like he's, he's on has, top form, isn't he? Yeah, totally. I mean, he's had some great runs this year, isn't he? Yeah. A win. He's had a win this year, right? Craigie. And he's a solid skier as well. Yeah.
2: Well, of course, I'm always going to say riding. Got to have uh, have the belief there, don't you?
0: So you're going to go with Dave? Or are you going to uh, asterix Dave? Because I gonna, gonna, think we all we all going to go with Dave, right? We all think Dave can have win. a rocket asterix. Yeah. We so wish. we're going to we'll asterix Dave. So if Dave doesn't win
2: then I'm going Clement Noel. Uh, oh, I was going to go Clement Noel. I'm going in there uh, young guy he's been improving from race to to race really showing that that he's got the ability to to go for that top step of the podium sometime soon especially in in Zagreb there as well with that that late charge and I think he's going to be a name to be to sort of be reckoned with over over the next few years.
0: I totally agree and I and I would have probably said him as well. But I think the only thing that goes against him is potentially that lack of experience when you come to that wall, the bottom of that slope? You just roll over there, blind gates, and it's so steep. And I feel like you may need experience there to not make a, like a big mistake or not to make little mistakes. But I do agree that he is a severe contender.
2: But also, you know, you see these these young guys just just charging, and again, a little bit like going back to to the Gs, going for further, like taking taking some risks. Like, sometimes, I think for, if we have Asterix Hirscher as well there, like, he, oh. he, he, he's, he's, he's going to have the tactics dialed in for the bottom and he's he's going to know how to to let it run. For maybe some of those other names, maybe it's a little bit intimidating after, after the last few years. Maybe they're going to go a little bit too safe. So, actually, skiing it. You Who know, was the, the guy
1: that won from 30th? Uh, was that Adelboden? Yeah, that uh, was um, Mark Bateau. Mark, Mark Bateau. So, yeah. yeah. That's what that's what Adelbein can do. Yeah, it, it, what it is do. conditions mixer. dependent.
0: Yeah. Mm, right, I might go Norreuter. Felix. Oh, big Felix the cat. I injured.
1: think not, not ready
0: yet. I don't think. I, yeah, but he showed signs already. I mean, he has a little bit lethargic though. Compared to his usual... I mean, he's been injured, right? He's been out for ages. so but, cat-like. Um, yeah, he, I mean, so... He, like, naturally, again, yeah. we, we sort of harp on about it a bit, but a naturally very talented skier. And I think that if somebody can come back from injury and just find form, somebody like Felix. So I think... Well, you've you claimed Daniel, which, again, I think it's a good shout, annoyingly. Uh, and you took Clement Noel. I
1: and, think you and should and go Lloyd like Mellard.
0: No. Mm, another home crowd home mm. home fans it favourite. does
1: it I think it has a factor doesn't it, yeah. it gets them fired up it yeah. gets them, gets them can, in that give them the right
0: side yeah exactly no I don't Oh, no I'm going to stick with Norreuter I don't think Christofferson's going to find that form just yet and you asterisk <coughs> me with um, with Pierscher <laughs> and, I, and I don't want to sit on the fence so I won't, I won't pick the big guns
1: It's usually Craigie that sits on the fence, Ed. It's
0: not you. Yeah. Well, I've seen Craig sitting on the fence, and it looked like quite a good position (laughs) because my calls haven't really gone my way just yet. He likes it out there. Yeah, so...
2: (laughs) You just want to go for a little bit of spread betting, I think. That's what we're (laughs) doing.
0: (laughs) Ready for my betting (laughs) tips. Awesome. That's all we've got time for this week. Cheers, boys, for joining me. Let's see how the action unfolds this weekend. Goodbye for now. Remember,
2: kids, the fastest guy will win. (laughs)